Agutan Ere Shabbos, we are about to begin by Es Hashem, Shir number 44 from the Svarm of Rizalek Pliskin. We're in a Sefer of Kindness. And today we're going to discuss a very important concept of how people get discouraged from doing kindness because of mistakes that they made, because of complaints, and because of these type of pitfalls. And they really want to be Bali Hasadim. And they want to do good, and they want to help people. and But the problem is, sometimes obstacles come in their way in different forms. And we're going to discuss some of them now. One of them is the mistakes naturally people make when they try to do chesed for other people. And um, someone said as follows, I tried to help people in various ways, but unfortunately I made mistakes. I've introduced people to each other, and in the end they didn't get along. I tried to give people advice and things didn't work out as well as I thought they would. I tried to get people jobs, but in the end they were dissatisfied. I feel like uh, I feel like leaving well enough, you know, I, I feel like leaving it enough, alone. Why should I try to help people if it causes them suffering or they will have a complaints against me? You know, you have this sometimes with Shatchanim, even successful Shatchanim. Sometimes it'll happen that they do a Shidduch and then the, the, there's a marriage and they get divorced and the Shatchanim feel terrible about it. Um, and you have this with uh, also with meeting business, connecting business people together and partnerships and things like that. But the truth is, and is that the only way to avoid all mistakes is by not doing anything and you won't accomplish anything. And um, you learn from your mistakes and that's an integral part of becoming an expert in helping people. Every therapist, every doctor, everyone who wants to help somebody will ultimately will not have a perfect record with it. A surgeon even will not have a perfect rec- record. Uh, but because they won't have a perfect record, and sometimes they won't have uh, full success with their patient, but the bottom line is, as many lives would be lost if these highly competent physicians wouldn't operate just because they're imperfect. If only perfect teachers were allowed to teach there wouldn't be too many schools either. If every financial advisor, uh, uh, if the only way to become a financial advisor is their advice is always picture perfect with 100% accuracy, uh, it won't happen. So it's very important. Um, Yes, it is true that if someone asks you for advice and you know there are people more qualified than you to give it, then you defer to those people. You say, you know, I'm not an expert in this area. Go to him, go to her. Um, but but the bottom line is, if you are qualified, don't stop helping other people. You have to view your mistakes, the regular normal path of mistakes that everyone goes through, as the price you pay for preventing future mistakes. As long as you're honest, that's why there's always tshuva. Ain't there's bumps in the road all the time. You have with Poiskim themselves. You see, they wrote Shuvas and sometimes later they had a reversal of opinion. Or as a young Rav, sometimes they did, did things a certain way and then they realized they had to adjust it a little bit. And they changed their Mahalach somewhat as they went on. Does that mean they shouldn't become a Rav just because of that? Of course not. They grow with it. But people who fear their mistakes to such a degree that... Um, that they always say they're right, or that they're so afraid of mistakes that they defend whatever they do, oh, that's the best. That's also not healthy. 
it takes, it's a normal reaction to be defensive. No one's denying that. And it takes integrity. It takes courage to go beyond that reaction and to realize, okay, I may have made a mistake. I'm not going to get devastated when I make a mistake when trying to help people. And one person said, I used to be totally devastated if I made a mistake when I tried to help another person. I wanted to alleviate the suffering of as much people as possible and to help them improve their lives. I felt a tremendous amount of guilt and embarrassment if what I said or did was counterproductive. The turning point was, for me, when I needed help from, of others. And when they sincerely wanted to help me and did all they could, I didn't expect them to be, uh, you know, uh, perfect. I accepted the outcome as Ashkacha Pratis. And this realization gave me the inner strength to learn from my mistakes and to continue to be there for others. By the way, this is a Hayra also in general. Of course, like in any profession, there are good cops, bad cops, good doctors, bad cops, bad doctors. And there are good therapists and not so good therapists. But if there is good therapists, and there are good therapists, they're human beings, they're not perfect. But so if you feel you're accomplishing with them, or a mentor, or, or whatever it is, then they may not be perfect. They may not always give you the perfect advice, but if they're competent, and they are uh, professional, and they sincerely want to help you, and they're generally capable of helping you, then you cannot fear the fact that they're not perfect um, um, and you allow yourself to listen and to, to do whatever, uh, you know, take their advice and rely on HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the rest. So that's one big Nakuda today, is don't, don't let mistakes or potential mistakes hold you back from doing good or chesed or any good thing in the world. Another thing also is very often when you help others, there will be complaints, one person said it as follows. I can't believe it. Before I, before I was devoted to helping others, before I was, meaning before I became a Klal person, before I was helping others, I didn't have too many complaints against me. And the more I do for others, the more people are upset with me. The more I help, the more they complain. Why aren't you doing more? You're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. How can you, how can you help these people? You don't help those people. And... Um, you know, you have gabbais, unfortunately. They want to do the chesed for the community. Uh, and they mean it l'shen shemayim. Many, many gaboyim. But they get flack. You, you, why did you give this guy shani? Why did you give this guy shishi? And so on and so forth. Because you put yourself in a position to help others. You have more exposure to arouse envy, animosity, resentment. That's the nature of people. And the needs of the people you help can be so great that they'll still be angry when you aren't helping them more than you are. And I know it's hard sometimes, you know, when you're dealing with someone who needs chesed and you give them what you can, but you can't give them everything and they're angry at you and resentful for you and then you realize, wait a minute, I'm helping them and but my, my energy is limited, my time is limited, my resources are limited. And the truth is, you have a chiv, and also it's, it's, it's really, really a wonderful thing that you're helping people within those limited resources. So some people will be envious of the good you do. In order to feel better about themselves, they'll find it easier to put you down than to do more themselves. You know, they, 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 you know and they're very cynical against people that are askanim or, or bali chesed, you know, he only helps people because he has an overblown ego. She only helps people because she wants favors from them. Um, 
She only does kindnesses because she's compensating for inferiority complexes and all these things, which very often are very untrue and they're cynical and it's envious people that are talking that way. And um, so, but, but people need to know that very often when they want to do good things and they want to help people, you have a sensitive nature, you'll often be hurt even as you're doing this chesed by people who don't understand you or people that don't appreciate what you're doing or criticize what you do. And it's very important not to let that get to you. And you realize HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to wants us to be his messengers to do chesed and we do chesed. So sometimes you have to acknowledge the complaint and tell the person, yes, I know there's a lot more that can be done than what I'm doing. And I'm sorry, I just have a limited capacity right now. Or I know it's only a drop in the bucket compared to what needs to be done. And I agree it would be wonderful if I could do more than I can, but simply I can't right now. Or yes, I'm sometimes inconsistent. You have this a lot, by the way, when you're mentoring or helping somebody and you're talking to them on the phone for hours and then you get tied up with Matsavim and now you can't talk to them uh, you're only spending uh, five minutes a day with them now, or sometimes you can't call them at all for a few days because things happen, they got tied up, and then they get hurt. And they'll complain to you. You know, you used to talk to me for an hour, an hour and a half, and now you stopped. And you realize, it's not that I stopped, it's not that I don't want to do the chesed, it's just things came up in my life and I have no choice. But that should not hold you back from wanting to continue to do these chesedim for people. One anecdote he says is as follows. I remember how shocked I was when someone whom I've held greatly told me with great anger, you aren't there enough for me when I really need you. Yes, you did help me before, but lately you've not been helping me at all. And after this, I heard about being prepared for such occurrences. And the next time someone I had helped attacked me for not doing enough for them, I was mentally ready, ready to answer, and I answered with true compassion. I'm sorry for not being there when you, when you needed me, and I see how much you suffered. I know it's really rough. And when you say this with sincere concern, the anger usually subsides with an apology. So it's very important to know this. Um, so again, those two yesodes today about people that are... The, the obstacles that come up when you want to perform chesed, number one, the mistakes that you may make or will make, and number two is the complaints that you receive, to not, not let either of those things get to you and to do your best to do the chasadim anyway. And one more thing that's important is, is a kind person, a bal chesed, still needs to speak up for their own rights and still needs to have healthy boundaries as well. So, for example, you know, if you know you could only help in certain times or only call at certain times, you know, there are different people that have different personalities and different ways. There's some people that are such a high level that they have on that madrega where they uh, keep their phone open 24-7, and, uh, but there are others that just simply cannot do that. And they have times. Call me through this and these, these and these times I'm available. And these and these times I'm not available. And that's okay. So even when you're doing chesed, not to burn yourself out or to let it reverse and give up on it because you're frustrated by being burnt and being over overly worked from it, you you 
protect yourself with boundaries as you're doing chasadim. And that's very, very important. We'll end off with this one anecdote on that particular subject. I would let others treat me like a doormat. I felt like I was doing the righteous thing. Then an elderly Talmud Chacham who saw me being taken advantage of told me like this, that every situation is a test of our character and even how we speak up for ourselves. Failing to defend your rights would be a sign that you don't feel good enough about yourself. And sticking up for yourself aggressively isn't proper, but be insertive and be persistent and do it with a sense of mutual respect. And hearing this from a righteous person gave me the knowledge that I have a right to defend my rights, even though I was strongly criticized by my adversaries. I realized that he was speaking from his bias rather than stating his valid position. So in other words, like this, what's important to do is, is that when you do chesed and you feel you need to be magvalit, you need, you know, with certain limitations and so, certain rules, you go about doing that. For example, um, an example, people have gemachs and they give away benchers or they give away um, earphones for babies or they give away, uh, you know, challah covers for sudas or tablecloths and all that. And all these gemachs, or sometimes even a house, they have a home for a gemach, apartments for gemachs, where they, people come over for Shabbos when they have simchas or, or if it's near a hospital. And very often, these organizations or these places will say, okay, you're, you're, you know, you, we'll give you all this for free, but we want a $200 deposit. In case you don't, you know, let's say we reserve the, you know, you reserve this, these two apartments here for Shabbos, we want a $500 deposit, and if you don't show up, you lose that deposit. Or if you don't return those headphones, you lose that $50 deposit. Or if you don't return those uh, 200 um, sidurim from a simcha, and, and, and it gets lost, or you don't return them in full, you'll lose that $300 deposit. It seems, now, a person listening to this will say, hey, you know, that's what chesed is. You know, you're, you're, you're gamach, you're, you're full of baloney, you know, your you're strings attached, and you're, and you're putting guards, and, 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 and it's, not, it's not coming from a free, loving, flowing heart. All this is not true. This is the way you need to do chesed very often, with borders, with boundaries, so people don't take advantage, and to speak up your rights as you're doing that chesed, and not to, to be treated like a doormat. So these three concepts in this year is extremely important. To not throw everything out the window when you experience mistakes, or you experience complaints, or you experience people treating you like a doormat, and violating your rights, that you're going to throw your hands up and say, okay, I'm not doing chesed anymore. That's not the right attitude. Instead, you adjust to the pattern, to learn from your mistakes, to know how to handle complaints in a mature, mutual, respectful way, with confidence, to speak up for your rights, and then you could do your chesed in an even stronger, enduring way. Have a wonderful Shabbos.